0: So, Genjo um, Koan uh, study session number three, we begin with uh, the line, there is a trace of realization that cannot be grasped. We endlessly express this ungraspable trace of realization. I'm not sure what... It's uh, chapter six. Mean. There is, and I'm going to read you a bit... Uh, there is a trace of realization that cannot be grasped means that there is a traceless trace of realization here dogen is saying both that there is and there is not a trace of realization in other words as soon as we grasp this realization we miss it instead we must just keep practicing without grasping any trace of realization If one thinks, now I am verified by all things, and that's using uh, Dogen's language, one has already missed realization. Just practice, then the trace is there, and yet it isn't there. So in a way, uh, kind of like to feel the warmth of the sun without directly staring at it. But you know it's there, you feel it, you experience it, but and, and it's enough, as is, and you're not holding on to it, and you're not creating anything of it, there's only the experience, you're not even a sun. there's just the experience of basking in it. So, let's uh, take a few minutes to, to look at that before we move on to the next chapter, because this is the end of uh, chapter six, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, is the end of chapter six, and that's where we uh, left off last time. So the trace of realization is going to be grasped, and it's there when it is not there. So what does it mean in terms of going through experiences, going through some level of realization experience, maybe understanding something, feeling it, sensing it? What does it mean in terms of how do we move forward from there? Do we hold on to it? Do we let it go? Do we write about it? Do we talk about it? What do we do with it? Right? I understood
1: something. What do I do with it? Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little bit of all those things. I mean, from my experience, you know, looking at what I go through, you know, there there does seem to be that process that includes all of those things that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's there's a letting go. Um, I think there's a there's a sense of grasping and having a realization. Um, There is an expression of it, and it kind of all seems to happen. I I don't know if it it doesn't necessarily happen simultaneously, but it definitely all happens in 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 some form. And I think it's important to realize that, because I think it's when you don't realize that it's a, it's a combination of all these things that it starts to become stagnant, and that's when we start to, to dwell on it, and it becomes you know a bigger issue than it actually is. It, beca- it takes us away from the reality of this. This is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so in some respects, yes, it, I think it's all of those things. I don't know if there's a specific order to it, but there's definitely a process to it. That seems to include
0: all of that. Right, it includes it all, but then the way it includes it all is, is more on the level of embodiment than the level of cognition or, or what I was thinking about it in any way. You know, this reminds me a little bit of uh, Osensei, you know, the founder of Aikido, um, used to tell people, students, Learn and forget, learn and forget, let the techniques become part of your body, right? And that is, and and Zen is very much the same. It's it's a process of embodiment. It's not a process of accumulation. If anything, it's a process of shedding, right? But then if if I'm uh, shedding, and in the process of shedding, I'm holding on to something, well, then I have another thing to shed. Right. Right? And so... That's why we have to be careful in the way we practice, because practice can become another husk, as we, we call it in Sashim, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going out from one husk into another, and I'm the one who's practicing, right? Which can become a big issue. Um, we just talked about, um, to me and I, about spiritual bypasses, mm-hmm. right? Which is something that we have to be careful of, right? Because we think, well, I'm just going to sit it out. It's not going to work, sit it out. We have to observe, we have to look, we have to uh, acknowledge what's happening mm-hmm. on all levels emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, right? And, and, and accept it, embrace it, and work through that. Not just ignore it and just go, I'm going to sit it out, I'm going to, you know, my posture is great and I'm okay. breathing great, so it's going to cure everything. No, it's not. Right? It's just not.
2: The moment, isn't it the yeah. moment you say, I'm going to sit it out? you already have a thought which s- splits you out from the um, where you are, from the reality.
0: Well, you have an assumption. You have an assumption that this is going to do that.
2: And, and the whole idea is that there's no. you don't need an assumption, you don't need anything. You just do what, I don't know, what has to be done, because like, you fit in
0: there. So the process of dropping away, dropping away, as a as, as, uh, your you mother uh, is his teacher. Told him right to drop away, dropping away, and then keep dropping away. Right, and that's why he says this traceless realization continues forever.
3: Yeah.
0: Because the second you think I got somewhere, you are lost again. <clears throat> the second you think I got it, you lose it.
2: There's nothing to get. It? It's the same with Aikido.
0: The second you think I, oh I got that technique, and I, I spoke about it, right? a uh, few times, I got that technique that second you're trapped and you actually you, you, you mess with the flow why? because you stand there in the middle of the flow saying here I am, I found myself you cannot find yourself in the flow, you can only lose yourself in the flow and the flow does what it needs to do yeah confused? Good. <laughs> say more I you
4: give an example of a Yeah. So when I'm doing technique. Yeah. Uh, and I say to myself, okay, I understand the technique. Okay. I'm doing that. So you are doing it. I'm do doing know. that. I'm doing this technique. Question, if I'm doing this the absolutely right way, number one. Number two. There is no absolute. There's not, even, even if I'm gonna do a million times the same technique, okay. it's still gonna be missing. But, but, it's not mean I dropped that, or it's not, I'm not doing this technique, or I forgot this technique. It's mean I'm not perfecting this technique, what I'm doing at on, on the moment. But it's not mean that I learn, forget, now I'm doing it again, and, I, and again I'm going to forget. I'm not going to forget that. Maybe I'm going to correct that, maybe I'm going to perfect that, but how can I forget that? You have to that? forget
0: that, and I tell you that the, the, the meaning of forgetting is, is, is not what you think it is. To forget something is to actually merge with it nobody needs to remember anything because as long as you are there and you are remembering this there is you and what you need to remember right? and there is a gap and you are not embodying it if you and what you learn become one who has to remember what? you are what you are trying to remember you are the movement you are not remembering the movement you are the movement and that's the embodiment That's why it is so important to to remember something is to hold on to a thought about it. Not, it has nothing to do with the thing itself, it's just a thought about the thing. Right? But in the movement, there is no thought separated from the movement. And there is no me separated from the movement. And that's why there is no remembering needed. It's going to be intuition. It's going to your body, it's mm-hmm. in you, you are it, it is you, and the, the flow, no, so you forget to the flow, you see, mm-hmm. the remembering gets in the way, I got it, gets in the way, right, and also, so it does do this, it takes care of that, and it keeps it, it keeps the deepening process, forever, as he said, as he said, this traceless realization continues forever, Right? So we use Aikido uh, as an example, or one example, right? but what we're really talking about is, is master of life, living like that, living in forgetfulness of being. The being is there in the doing, but what you want to forget is that I am being, for example. I'm not, I I'm being. Well what's the difference? That give it the lomen. And that becomes another shell. We have to be careful, because our tendency is to do exactly that. That's why we have to keep the finger on the pulse and
5: watch. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a resemble to the Dogen uh, discussion about the shore the sport. Because we are changing, yeah. but uh, opponent is changing too. I, I don't know about Aikido, but actually okay, tennis. So tennis is the same, Every, even though we have basic, the way they the way they flow the game, and uh, you know, first and second shot, everything changes, and I'm changing, he's changing too. So just like both and short, I think as far as far as we are in present and we have empty mind, then the uh, everyth- everything we, we can see is new, then we can we can deal with that. But body will and mind will remember too. So I think the of these two will make us the natural flow mm-hmm. to, to anything coming to us.
0: Right, I and mean, we when we talk about life experiences, for example, we can't say, "Well, I went through whatever I went through in my life, and now I'm going to drop it," because I, we learn from experiences. But what we what we experience becomes embodied, and then the embodiment of it is going to do what it needs to do. So, if you made you know some mistakes, maybe, right? then later on as you encounter similar situations, maybe you will not act the same way. But you have to stop, pause, and think, okay, now which which is it? You know, you look at the book and how should I respond to this situation? Right? It's there already in you. Because the experiences are they were lived, right? So they're there. So there's no need to stop and think about it. So basically to, to, to watch for the propensity for nesting, for creating a, a home out of experiences. Does that, does that help what we talked about last week, or what Reza what, what, uh, what mentioned, experiences that we go through? And I don't remember and the and nesting. <laughs> you said that to me this morning. Yeah, well, nesting is, uh, there is a quote, uh, a clear-eyed person uh, has no nest. A person with clear eyes has no mist. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, and I mentioned it in the talk at the Sashim, so that's where this is from. But yeah, clarity, a person with clear eyes has no mess, meaning this person with clear eyes, of clear eyes, doesn't reside anywhere. So this the,
2: they saying home is wherever you are.
0: Yeah, you are home, home is you, mm-hmm. and it is constant flow. The, the fundamental constant principle. Remember that, right? Uh, what is the constant fundamental principle? Moving. How is it? When moving, you don't see the constant fundamental principle. That's what that is. You don't see the constant fundamental principle because you are the principle. Yeah? To see when you think about it, to see, to think about it, to conceptualize it, is to separate yourself from it when you say home it's not
4: facility
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes what happens when home becomes when we see home as a room with four walls a floor and a ceiling what happens when there is a door what happens in our exactly there is inside and there is outside. As soon as we put up a wall, we create division, and we say, "Well, this is it. This is not." Then we separate them. We judge, and then the rest we know. So I'm sorry. Division. It's not
4: something that we're supposed to have, or it's positive, negative. It's what.
0: Well, okay. So. The, try not to uh, get caught up in positive and negative because the whole thing no, is No, no, but how I supposed to? As an experience. As an experience of losing oneself to what you do. If you lose yourself to what you do, in terms of fighting, for example, you lose yourself to, to the flow, then that become that is home, that is experienced as home because there is no in and out in that. There is no before and after in that. Yes. There is no gap in that. But it's, it's losing oneself too. Losing ourselves too. So It becomes a little clearer as we, you know, as we yes. read further. Because he's, he, he hammers it down over and over again. He's saying the same thing in different ways. Anything else? So, one, yes. So
5: this, a quick, so, uh, this, this, this part reminds me about the Sangha. Mm-hmm. So because there's a comment saying, I think the Okuma wrote a comment that the uh, you know the bird fly Yeah, and bird doesn't see the, his own uh, trace, yeah. but other bird can see it. Mm. Right,
3: it's
6: the trace of a flying right. or a bird flying. So yeah.
5: this 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 paragraph reminds me how important the sun is, because yeah. sometimes I of course I don't see myself, but you know like like morning I I pat, bird and bird pat me back and we smile each other and. and yeah. If I'm not in a in a group mood, then I don't see this smile probably. So, yeah. so the sangha member and and the tr- even traces will be some trace if we s- are in the sangha. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, I'm glad you bring it up because very true. It's very true, and actually that's what the sangha keeps us on the path, so we don't get caught up in creating something. Right. I mean. It, physically, just coming together, but also energetically speaking, you know, We are creating something that is moving in that direction, right? And we keep keep ourselves and each other on the path. So, it's easy to see when you see yourself, maybe when you start to get caught up or see another and then clarify. Sometimes with work, sometimes without work. Yes, Sangha is absolutely a big part. Really, mighty
5: part, very important.
0: Yeah, and we talked about it yesterday in uh, Jukai class. Yeah, very important. So um, I'm going to move on to seven, chapter seven. When one first seeks the dharma, one strays far from the boundary of the dharma. When the dharma is correctly transmitted to the self, one is immediately an original person. So, it's a, there's a paradox there, right? Because there is the motivation to practice, but the motivation to practice can become a hindrance to practice. Right? If, we, if we're not practicing correctly, if we are creating an idea of a destination or another place other than this, right? So we create an idea of where we want to arrive, what we want to achieve, not just to practice but anything else and then we reject this for the sake of something else of what we think it should look like later on so it is, so the question for us is can we practice without the desire to practice or so what does it mean to practice without wanting to practice or without wanting to achieve something through the practice it's, it's, it's a challenge because you don't have a purpose, you mean? No, because the purpose is, is, is none other than this. Because what you don't have, what, what you, in a way, remove is an, an idea of purpose that will come later on. So then there is the recognition that this is the purpose. This is what I'm, uh, what I'm looking for. And at the same time, I am unable to see it clearly because most of the time we really don't know the purpose because we get caught up in our thoughts because we get caught up in concepts
6: because we're, we're projecting ourselves into it
0: yeah we, right we create something and then we create a self based on that thing and then we get lost in that there is there is a saying uh, the quants, uh here is the commentary it is on this mountain but because of the heavy mist yeah. it is hard to locate it is in a moment it is on this mountain, but its exact location is unclear because of the heavy mist. So that's what giving us the purpose to, even in this mist, to see what we want to see, or yeah. well, to find. To experience, but then it doesn't mean that the mist is going to be clear at some point. That's, that's going to create another idea of practice later on. This is why it's called the hazy moon of enlightenment, because it's hazy. It's not clear. Who lives a life without challenges? Does anybody, I mean, to to be born, right? This is the the, the gate of, to have a body is to suffer. To be born is, in a way, to experience suffering. Right? Uh, Is it possible to live without experiencing the whole spectrum of life, including suffering? including sadness, despair?
4: Well, maybe if you're going to really go to mastery completely close, no in, no out, do your, uh, not only meditation, completely deny everything that outside. If you have family, no family, children, no children, nothing. Only this, you know, closed place that you're gonna sit there like a hermit? But
7: because, no. No. My first teacher was a Thai Buddhist monk for 26 years in Thailand, and he left. Uh, Because he said people in the monastery were just as crazy as they were (laughs) outside the monastery. And uh, he wanted to find out what a holy life was, an ordinary life. But it wasn't that it was any sinner, according to him.
0: It's It's, a a confusion. No, it's not. Because, look, wherever we go, we're going to take with us whatever we carry. It's not, it doesn't matter, the location doesn't matter. You can be, and we talked about it at Sashim, at the end of the closing circle, that, uh, you know, we went to Sashim, and and it's just, the place itself is is a blank canvas. There's just nothing on the canvas. Whatever you draw on it, you're gonna see. So you're gonna draw the same drawings wherever you go, and you're gonna encounter the same issues. And I was talking to somebody there at the monastery, somebody who was there for a training period, and the guy was saying, you know, that he's dealing with the same stuff he dealt with back at home. The same issues, right? Because people are people, right? It's not, there is the expectation, we're going to the monastery, we're going to encounter all the enlightened beings, fully enlightened and beings. And it's nonsense. We're going to encounter people, and people carry whatever they carry, walk around with it. Some of it is common, some of it is created on the spot. And we all have to walk with it. So whether you are at work in New York City or up on a mountain in a monastery, it's not going to change that. It's not the location that changes it. It's your willingness to recognize that you can operate in a different way. That you may be operating uh, under a false idea of a self or under a false idea of arriving somewhere else. And this is going back to what he's saying, right? So we begin the practice With the sense of going from an idea of going from point A to point B, right? So point A is delusion, point B is realization or nirvana, right? So there is samsara and nirvana. I'm going to move in that direction, right? And then until I get there, I'm going to suffer, right? Suffer, right? Exactly. And and what he says is that that itself is creating a gap between where we are and what we want to experience. The idea of arriving somewhere else is, in these words, straying from the dawn, in those words.
2: So isn't this the same thing with, you know, that home is wherever you are? If the moment I think that home is there, that means I'm not comfortable here. Mm-hmm. I expect to be comfortable at home. Mm-hmm. But the moment I, home is where I am, I'll be comfortable wherever I am. Mm-hmm. And I'll deal with whatever it is, right? I'm in the water, I'm cold, I'm in the sky, I don't know. I just have to function. I have to do I think,
8: what I have to do. I think what's interesting about that passage is the time component. It's like you start, and I think we all started that way to a certain extent, and we hold on to that to a certain extent too. Mm-hmm. But we all start with this conception of okay, you're gonna learn how to do this, and I'm gonna be, um, you know, have no issues, mm-hmm. you know. And I've seen I the, the, the with pointing out, it's like, okay, yeah, you need to start that way. You need to start acknowledging that there's something wrong with the way you see stuff. And and then that work that you put into trying to reach somewhere, you know, hopefully will show you that what was wrong wasn't about not being here. You know, what's was wrong is about your perception of what mm-hmm. being here means. Your perception of the wrong and the good, your perception about... This is not good enough. And and that is what, what is the hardest thing to share, because we reject it. And mm-hmm. we can see that we reject the notion of this suffering today, this leg that is not good, mm-hmm. this whatever problem we have today, it's actually it. Mm-hmm. And we reject that. We think you know the Nirvana cannot be this. Mm-hmm. And and I I remember that the last time we read about the book, it was it was about that some you know nivana, samsara is mm-hmm. and, and when you hear that it's like okay so yeah i mean like yes there's moment where you don't like it not liking it is part of it too the only difference is that you can not like it and reject it mm-hmm. or not like it and just don't like it and you know it's a different way of looking at the same thing which it's hard to bully. I it, mean, it requires a lot of practice. And I think you know, that's the issue. The issue is that uh, we can understand it even every now and then. You can That's a good get. It. But then embodying like actually getting to the point where that is natural, uh, that is the
0: practice and the training, and that's what he's pointing out. And I think that. Yeah. Also, you know, to, to not with the practice when you're doing everything else. Right to recognize what you were saying is first we have to recognize well maybe there's something wrong with the way I'm seeing things, right rather than to try to impose the way I see things on the Dhamma, on the practice. Do uh, you remember Hafiz? Uh, uh, the funny point, you know, first the fish has to re- realize that there's something wrong with this camel ride, <laughs> and then why am I damn so thirsty? Almost said to them thirsty, right? So why am I so thirsty, right? So why why is it? although I am on the path now, I still feel like that. Right? And then, what well, maybe something wrong with this monastery, with this center, with this book, with this practice, or whatever, right? And then I look for some else. But what I'm not willing to do is look at this one here. Maybe there is something wrong with the way I am viewing the practice. Right? Not with the practice, but with the way I'm practicing. I refuse to change, and I want to I want the practice to fit me. I mean, how common is that? You know, and I talk, I talk to people at times, and you are with you, is this something important? No, I have to keep it Um I, I often talk to people, and I tell people what I think they need to do, and I say, well, yeah, but, blah, 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 and they say, why not? They well, you know, you want me to guide you, but you want me to tell you what you want to hear. You don't want me to tell you what, you, you know, what I think you need to be doing, only what you want to hear. So teach me, but here is what I want you to teach me. Right? It's like, okay, read that, teach me this. Uh, I mean, I, because I, I don't think magic.
8: we want to even further, we want magic. We want some sort of magic where it's like, right. now you're absolved. And then that means, okay, I yeah. feel fantastic. I don't have to any pay anymore, I mean, I don't right. have any problem with my boss tomorrow. I, you know, mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah, but that's, but that's I don't, I don't know if that's true. I, I think I think it's the <laughs> harsh reality of the fact that samsara is nirvana. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is right. Because, cool. well, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a very
0: difficult pill to swallow, right? it's a really tough organization. You to think
1: that for a second sense. you start to see when the the one of the world is in the, <laughs> the shape it's in right now. Yes. You know? I think
6: the minute we let go of um, agenda. And that's when we drop any agenda that we have. My agenda is to become enlightened agenda is to become like problem free and pain free and once we drop that agenda everything becomes blurred and misty but it's okay i think that's like where trusting comes
0: and the trust comes in agenda it's
6: yeah. a trust that's hard to develop i want it's this. hard to feel that i know it's essential i know it's part of my nature to trust that way actually and i've felt that a number of times mm-hmm. but then to take that into every aspect of my life That's what's been difficult, just like when I'm navigating things at school and change of administration and this person says that and this one's gossiping
3: about that one, you know, when I get into that whole
6: situation it becomes like, well, I don't know who to trust anymore, how do I find my own security, how do I find my own stability in in my own own, uh, fog? (laughs)
0: But but the wanting creature inside me, as as Kabir, the wanting creature inside me wants enlightenment. Now I don't want a million dollars, I want enlightenment, Mm. right? So instead of working towards a million dollars, forget that. I hear that Nirvana is much better than a million dollars, right? So, okay, well that would be my goal now. But But
4: that's not me to lose this million dollars. And go to. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It, it's very, very deep, deep. Hold on okay. for this. It, it's not mean that you're going to lose this million dollars. It's already there. And now you are moving to something maybe even greater than this million dollars. So you're coming to um, learning stuff, you know, to be enlightened me. And, and, and that's too.
0: It, it's good too. And here's what I'm telling you now. I'm here to tell you it never happens. You never get there. You will never get there. There's nowhere to go. You (laughs) see, that's the good news. You will never get there because you're there. Not because it is is not possible. Because, you see, not because you're not doing the right... You just have to recognize, we have to recognize that the work is done here and, and what needs to happen is it's a process of deepening our experience of this. So the shedding needs to happen and it can only happen here. Or the not adding extra has to happen here.
3: Um,
9: <clears throat> the previous chapter about the self yeah. um, seems to be part of, of this discussion that the um, things that reinforce the self, like being an ascetic, mm-hmm. reinforces the self. Um, mm-hmm. and um, if I've accomplished one thing and I accomplish something else, that reinforces the self So The um, paradox seems to be some sort of a practice <clears throat> that you self-fully enter into, right? You choose to do it, um, which is as um, little self as possible, which seems to be sitting, um, that you're essentially doing nothing, which is what the self is most opposed to, um, the self always wants to be doing something for itself. Um, so it, it seems from the last chapter to this one, and, and whatever the practice is, that that's um, how do you choose a practice which um, um, unless, and this is I guess the trust, unless um, um, that you well, <coughs> unless my not is like word <coughs> how do you choose a practice that um, if it works well, you will never know it in some sense you just don't know that it right 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 um, if it works well, you will never know it, and the, the trust in the practice is um, uh, that the um, that the practice will eventually bring you to the state that you started with in, in the first place, right? But you will then be in that state without um, the all of that self-fullness that you were originally
0: in that state in? Mm-hmm. Um, if it works well, it serves others. And by serving others, it serves you. Right. So yes, you don't know it. And when you don't know it, it's doing what it needs to be doing. And then you're doing what you need to be doing. So you're not asking what you call the small self. Is that right? Am I on the right path? Should I do something else? Right? You don't get lost in that. Although it may be But safe. it is a
9: choice in the beginning. What right. I mean, it's a choice to practice. Well,
6: I, think, I think...
9: Right.
0: Well, okay. At the least you is, think it's a choice yeah, to practice. The choice is what I
9: practice. It turns out not to be a choice to practice, but it, initially you think that it's yeah, a choice to practice. I think that there is a choice
0: whether I practice or not. But if I don't practice this, I practice something else. If I don't practice... Turn the lights on. I practice moving in the dark. Right. I practice the night, and I can get good at the night because I do it over and over again. I get good at it. There's no way out of practice, even if we just sit home do nothing. I'm practicing, right? Because I'm doing something.
9: But you're picking which way
0: to practice. Yes, I choose. It seems as if I choose to practice this, right. but then little by little realize I got nothing. <coughs> right. I have nothing to do but with initially, it's
9: yeah,
3: <laughs> I think
6: it speaks to. I think it speaks to page ninety-six when Okumura says, um, "When we first, uh, according to the when we first seek the Dharma, we move far from the boundary of the Dharma. Mm-hmm. In other words, we, we start out yeah. seeking mm-hmm. so, and with a goal."
0: Well, that's why right? it says here. Is that what you want to read? Because of mm-hmm. our desire to attain life or awakening, we practice. With, so we practice. Without such desire, it is very difficult to find motivation to realize the truth. Exactly. But then, when we discover that our very aspiration to attain enlightenment is itself an obstacle to realize the Buddha Dharma, it seems we must fight to free ourselves from our own way-seeking minds, which is bodhicitta. We can, you know, can we really, and that's the question, can we really practice without the desire to practice? When we finally tire of fighting ourselves, all we can really do is just sleep. Which is what he's saying is we have to go through this. We can't skip. There's no fast forwarding, right? You cannot forward, go forward and then, okay, well, I'm going to be done with it. No, you have to exhaust yourself. Okay, resist. Fine, no problem. As long as, of course, we trust and there is that great trust and great determination within the practice, go through whatever you go through. Fight yourself. Exhaust yourself. Try to think it out. Try to figure it out by, by thought. And then you realize, I can't do it. It cannot be done this way. My mind is limited. My thinking mind is limited. Thought is limited. Which means everything that the the thought uh, is produced in the mind is limited and it's inaccurate. Great! Now I learned something. I learned to not believe my thoughts. How else can I interact with reality? And it is a process of expansion. The The more and more we expand, we start to listen to reality in a different way. We start to communicate with reality in a different way. And then, yes, we experience it.
6: And the universe um, acts through us.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because then the universe, well, you listen, the universe telling you what to do, you do it. You do it. Who am I to argue? Who am I to argue with reality? Who am I to argue with myself? Because I know I myself better than anybody else. That's what I think. Okay, cool. That's so that thought starts to be seen for uh, as false. Right? That thought starts to be well, maybe not that. It's, you start to realize the limitation of that It's limited. Can I ask you something? I don't know.
4: And and, and, and if this is not appropriate, so okay. What difference between believing in yourself and trust yourself?
0: Trust is experiential. Belief is, uh, tends to be more an idea. I believe in something because I don't experience it, so I have to believe in it. I have to believe in it.
4: So, <clears throat> to you? To me. To myself. I trust myself? I should say, or I should say, I believe in myself, to do some, it doesn't matter, but what's the right way to say, what's the right, the, the true way to say that? Okay,
0: it's not so much the, the words, but, okay, if, if, we, if we look at words, if you just stay with trust, that's enough. You see, if you, in a way, eliminate the I, and just there is trust. That's why it's called the great trust. The great trust, experience. There is an experience of trust. Why? We don't know. We don't know. And then we go back to the same way that uh, How does a bird, does a bird believe when a bird is starting to learn how to fly, right? It it has in it the ability to fly, Mm -hmm. right? It's not learning what it cannot do. It it can do it, but then it has to, you know, realize that it can do it, right? But then it has the equipment, right? It's already there, but it does, what is this thing, right? Those things on the side. I thought to flap and said, oh yeah, this works.
6: This reminds me I, I, I saw I saw, saw that little flying lesson. Do you remember that one time? No. No? I told no. you. Okay, I've, I've said this before, but you know, I, I saw outside of our on um, our deck um, there had been a nest and we had been keeping quiet so that they wouldn't fly away. And it managed actually to hatch the egg. The eggs hatched and and we heard these little birds chirping. You didn't you remember this? No. And <laughs> And then finally it was the day to, for the flying lesson, I actually looked out the, on the deck and I actually was was present for it. Where um, there there were like five little baby birds and the parents were like, okay, so the, I think the father flew down, then the mother flew down. They both look up, they're like, okay, fly like this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I saw one, I think that pretty well. Two, was good, three, War. And the fifth one was just like <laughs> slamming into the deck. It <laughs> <laughs> just slammed into the deck, and and then and then it was like it was like okay, I us try again. <laughs> and so everybody flew back up, and they tried again. You know, this time the the bird landed like everybody else. But I thought it was funny. Just sometimes we want to trust, but it doesn't work out the first time. <laughs> but the thing is, but the thing is with that
0: is it doesn't give up.
6: That's true.
0: Right. Yeah, it but, it, but it wasn't, work. yeah, it was just like the feathers were ruffled a little bit, went back up right. It doesn't give rough and it doesn't judge itself. Yeah. Oh, but I'm not
1: good at this… Right? Well, the funny true. thing is, is that fifth one had to trust even a little bit more. Right. Probably. Right. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Right.
0: Exactly. But then again, so is that, a, is that a belief or is that trust? I think it's trust. Okay. It's trust without even knowing. It is so innate. That I believe I can fly. Mm. You can see
2: now. No, but the, the question, <laughs> there's no question of why like, trust, I think.
4: No, but you see, uh, trust is, you, you, you ask, to, to what to trust? Or if I'm trusting this person, mm-hmm. Well, trust I'm is trusting, shedding off of everything else. Right? No, 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 it's not that. I, I well, I believe <laughs> that you trust in someone for something that's not going to harm you. Yeah, but I think, I think but you, as soon
1: as you say, I trust and then something that's after that, it. You, you, you negate the trust.
0: Well, well he, let's just well, you know what it is, it's, it's more on the level of not trusting what you know. Because what you are is not something to invent. When you stop acting in a false way, you start acting <coughs> in truth. When you stop believing, and trusting your mind, your thinking mind, you begin to function in the way you're supposed to be functioning. Because that's not something to invent or create, right? It's something to experience. It's there already. You're there already. That's what he's saying. <coughs> you are already a real, um, a full, how's he saying? I'm sorry. Uh, an original person, right? As soon as you stop trusting the false, you act based on the real. But by the way, the, the example of the birds is kind of, uh, it's like us being, having the capacity to fly and we walk around all our lives. Like imagine seeing a bird walking around all its life, walking from place to place. And you notice, what, what is this thing? Right? <laughs> it has the capacity to fly, yet it's walking around. And in, a way, and in a way, that's what the practice is. So it is telling us, you can fly. Why are you walking around? Why are you exhausting yourself if you can open up those wings that you have and fly? So the bird beautiful analogy, actually. Yeah. Right.
7: Yeah. The bird knows what it has to do or what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Not in the Judaic Christian sense. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's not a question for the bird of trust. Or not trust. Yes, because he doesn't know
0: he doesn't know okay, he does not pick and choose. He doesn't get trapped in picking and choosing, right? It's not an option.
7: There is no other option. So but that is trust. Without even it's knowing that it's yes. When there is trust. You know what? It is? Maybe when there's trust, there's not a question of trust trust not trust. to trust to it's not conceptualized trust. It's an embodied trust. Mm-hmm.
0: It's in in you. It, it's in you to be you.
6: It, it's in an it. original person, maybe,
0: right? That's already in you. You were born to be an original person. You just walk around not trusting it. Trusting, or actually maybe not, trusting something else. It's not not trusting it, it's trusting something else. Mm-hmm. We, we all trust something, everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, we trust something, right? We trust what we think. We trust what we create. And in a way, we have to little by little stop putting our trust in that. Mm-hmm. And then something else starts to take over. Because by design, by birthright, it's, it's there. It wants to come. On. Right? Mm-hmm. We just get in our way. We get in our own way. In Aikido, actually, we see it a lot. In Aikido, the process is stop getting in your own way. Stop muscling. Stop trying to do the technique. Stop trying to do the technique. Stop trying to force the attacker you know, into whatever, right? Because that's not going to work. Or it works entirely <coughs> until you meet somebody stronger. It's not going to work. And little by little, and we just talked about yesterday, you know, strong people have more difficulty hmm. because they, have, they, they, they have a life of trusting the power of the muscle, right? Yes. And you ask them, okay, well, don't trust that. Well, what else would I trust? Until it's developed, and it's there, until the, the connection is developed, we don't want to trust that. We think we're going, it's not gonna work. So I'm going to muscle my way through over and over again until, as he says, I exhaust myself trying and I said, the hell with it, I'm not going to try anymore. And there it works. It's beautiful. Is that what happened to me? Yeah. You just stop trying in the way we try, right? It's not that you stop practicing, you just stop trying to create it. It's to the point that I'm moving.
4: It's happening okay already on the floor and you're looking at yourself and you say yeah but i didn't move nothing right. i don't feel I did not do that it that i've struck right. my muscles was completely not reacting.
0: so how come he's on the floor and this is the way the bird is flying right it's just doing it so yeah. it's just okay now let's go for food I mean, it's not even you know. It's not thinking, "Oh, I'm flying." Mean, you look. This is fun. Yeah, but it is it's not fun. like. To it's fun. <laughs> you gotta enjoy it. It's it's not like like it's you gotta think it like. it. You it enjoy it, right? You know, it's, it's it's it looks fun. It does look
1: <laughs> fun. And until you gotta fly south for the winter, then it's like, Yeah. You, know. <laughs> 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 you might not make it. Damn,
0: we gotta go all the way out south again. <laughs> <laughs> There's a back <dark> door <laughs> after that. All right, let's move on. So um, the next one, I mean the, the same paragraph, keeps going. If one riding in a boat watches the coast, one mistakenly perceives the coast as moving. If one watches the boat in relation to the surface of the water, then one notices that the boat is moving. Similarly, when we perceive the body and mind in a confused way, and grasp all things with a discriminating mind, we mistakenly think that the self-nature of the mind is permanent. When we intimately practice and return right here, it is clear that all things have no fixed self. Now, you know, this is taken from, from Dogen's experience. Uh, actually, uh, different parts of the Genjo Koan uh, relate to Dogen's experience uh, traveling from Japan to China and uh, also being on the boat and encountering the the cook on the boat as you remember so when he was on the boat he was maybe something we should we should uh, just look at for for a few seconds how he practiced constantly his devotion to practice was from the from the second he opened his eyes in the morning till the second he went to sleep he was practicing he was inquiring he was looking he was trying to figure out Right? and that's, that's a beautiful example of how we need to practice there is no I'm going to go and practice for a couple hours no, <clears throat> you wake up you begin to practice through whatever it is that we do right, so that that inquiry, that great uh, doubt the great doubt I don't know it's a wonderful thing, well maybe I can learn something so he was standing there looking and thinking about the Dalmat but not separated from what he was experiencing. So on the boat, yes, there is that uh, the, the idea. It seems as if that, if we think about it, we look out at the coast, it seems that like the coast is moving and you're stationary. But then when you look down, which means to actually take time to lose zazen, in our case, right? To stop looking outwardly and look here, to turn the light that shines on this one here, and look, what is, is this really fixed? When I look out, it looks like everything is moving around me, everything is about me, everything against me, or for me, right? I'm fixed and everything is about me, and I'm the center of the universe. But then when we stop and look at that, then we realize that that is moving. That center that I think I am, or that fixed idea of me, is actually not fixed. It's a very nice uh, uh, example of that. So, let's... Let's talk about this for a few minutes and
3: move
1: on. Well, that yeah. reminds me of a couple of things what you just said. You know, it's funny because we, we think our sun is, is, is fixed, and actually, the entire solar system is a spiraling through mm-hmm. the galaxy. You yeah. know, and when you look at it, it looks like a corkscrew as we're moving along yeah. you know, along the outer uh, edge. Yeah. And I think that's a good analogy for you know, the things that we think are fixed, including ourselves, constantly changing, constantly in flux. And and you know from from being a, a toddler to being an adult and beyond you know and, and especially now with me having kids seeing my kids grow up and I don't really change yeah you know or I don't think I do right but you know because it's, it, it's less subtle but uh, I think that's something that we all can could, could remember more and, um, yeah and because and, and, when you do it I guess it gets, for me it especially gives me an appreciation. You know, that, hey, if time really is passing by. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not waste it. I want to take advantage of this time
0: now. It opens you up to that, right? To, yeah. to not hold on to fixed idea. But relatively speaking, well, there is the relative. So relatively speaking, we can say that, for example, uh, the sun rises and sets. Absolute. It never rises, never sets. Right. But from the, from the fixed point of where I'm standing, right. There is that notion of rising and setting. It's a notion of rising and setting, but in reality, there is no such thing. In the same way, there is a notion of Taiki. Right. But there is no such thing. Right. Yeah. There is a notion of you and me and what you do and what I do. Relatively speaking, Yeah. Absolute no.
1: There was something that you said, I don't remember if it was last week, or I said Sheen, but... Hopefully, I can draw your memory because I don't remember the whole thing. But it was about practicing, and you mentioned how he you practiced—you know—from eyes open to eyes closed. Um, it's not about the noise in our lives, you know, because I—I I try to carry my practice with me through the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from waking up through going through my work and going through my relaxation, whatever—it's always present. It's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not—it's not about. When I see myself doing that, and I don't see it in others, you know, it, it, it's not the noise that bothers me about other people. It's the fact that they're not paying attention. It's the fact that you know, mm. washing dishes or making the bed, you should have the same effort, you know, uh, put forth that you put into everything else that you do, like when you sit or mm. you know. So you're not just coming and practicing for two days. You're practicing the whole day. Mm. And and that's something that sticks with me and and really I I honestly do I wake up with it
0: and and I go to bed with it yeah yeah also to ask what is this right to to not know I'm just washing dishes what is this what is this I don't know what it is how do I know it by experience Mm -hmm. to know to experience is to know right To, to, to feel it to sense it is to know it and that keeps going deeper and deeper, because the concept of, the idea of, uh, this is a plate, that that ends, oh, I I know what that is, a plate, right? Mm -hmm. But if I go beyond that, I don't know what that is. Yes, I know that I call it that, we call it that, but I also know that the name has nothing to do with it. It's a portal, that's all it is, a portal, right, to experience. Mm-hmm. And if you see it as a portal, as a moment of portal right, into that, then you don't end it. You don't kill it right there. right? You, you, you keep it open. Right. And so I don't know what it is. So then you, you, you push yourself into the experience. Right? You merge with the experience and, and it grows. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then you lose yourself to that. What you lose is the fixed, self, the fixed sense of me calling into a plate. If we go to what Putin is talking about, right? There is that, and it seems like this is changing, and I'm not. You Why? change with it. Why do you have to call it plate? Oh, because if your wife tells you get a couple of plates so we can have dinner, what are you going to say? I don't know what that is. No, you're not going to say
2: anything. You're just going to go and do it.
0: Yes, but she has to call it plate, otherwise. Oh, that's super. She's going to tell you, go get this so we can have that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be silly. That would be. Ignoring the relative and the absolute.
2: No, I'm still questioning that in my mind. It's like, okay, what is this? With that concept, do you have to say that?
0: You have, you have to say it, it because we have to believe it, but what you don't have to do is believe that it is absolutely true. Okay. That, see, the difference is you don't have to believe that what you just said it represents absolute reality. Now that you don't believe that it represents absolute reality, free to use it i mean imagine some people decide well nothing exists so we're not going to call anything anything it'd be chaos (laughs) they won't be able to do anything right so the question is in in terms of words too how do we use words
2: because a lot of times you know i i think I have to do certain things and I, say, I don't recall what I used to do, how did I got there and I know the moment I see it, mm-hmm. what I am in the situation, yeah. things just,
0: they all. Yeah. yeah, the more we lose ourselves, the easier yes. things become actually, the more we forget this one here, right? The easier it becomes to function.
2: So there's a lot of time there's this trust basically says, no, I, I don't have to know exactly what I'm going to do, but I know I'm going to do it. It's going to happen.
0: It's going
2: right. to be there. It's not Google. It. <laughs> uh,
0: conveying oneself through, you know, or reality conveys itself. So, what is moving what? Right? To be conveyed by the myriad things. So, to forget the self is to forget the fixed idea of a separate existence. Right. Yes. And then to allow reality to tell you, to convey you, to verify you, to tell you what needs to be done. And then you obey that. And it's like Obvious. <laughs> yes, and how, how often we get called out? Right? Think about that. How often we get called out? I mean, it's obvious when we sit here and talk about it, read it. Do you want to say something? It seems yeah. that
9: <coughs> some word other than no would be helpful, because you mm-hmm. just spoke, for instance, so um, you know from experience, yeah. whereas Something doesn't work with that sentence. That knowledge seems to almost always be instrumental in some sense, that we want to use knowledge to do something. Um, so we can experience experience, but knowing experience seems to be um, inviting. inviting um, um, concretization, uh, you know, making things fixed again. Um, So in our normal speech, for instance, when we talk about learning from experience, mm -hmm. we think that you have two or three experiences and then you know, right? Um, You never go out with an Italian or uh, (laughs) you uh, um, um, don't eat that food because uh, your aunt got sick from it. So I I don't know if there's another word so that we don't have to use knowledge there.
0: Well, to know is to experience, not, not that to experience is to know and then fix it, but the experiences change. So then that knowing is not going to stick. Because experiences change, then the knowing changes too. The knowing is not fixed, the experience is not fixed.
9: So a knowing that isn't fixed is like a thinking with an open hand that's not grasping anything? Um, it's actually
0: using all the capacities. So thought is there. But
9: it's not just thought. Right. But it seems to be straining those words to such an extent that um, they're very tricky to then use, because we seem to keep inviting ourselves to fall back into the more closed sense of those words rather than the open sense.
0: Well, okay, let's put it this way. The only way to know is to experience, and in the experience the knowing drops. Because to know is to experience.
9: So that's similar to the beginning of practice. Yes. That there has to be a self which will disappear
0: right because we come into practice with a very uh, a strong notion of knowing and not knowing right and relying on known and uh running away from all fearing the unknown fearing the unknown and what happens is that we go from the known to unknown and then the known disappears into the unknown right it's not that it's not there but it's because it's embodied you don't have to worry about it like anything else you know when you embody something you don't have to worry you don't have to think about it it's there already All right so experience <coughs> plays a role in that so when you do something for example you know you make uh, you know, Cesar benches try but Cesar benches right so, so you know the first couple Cesar benches well you know, have to figure out now you know it's already there there's not as much thought separated from the experience of doing it and there's just the doing the experience is embodied and then you're free to do.
2: Here's a little example. The plumber came, and he left a big hole in a wall. And, you know, and I had to put another piece of sheetrock. So I said, OK, I'm gonna, I know what I have to do. I went to Amazon, and I ordered a keyhole, one of those uh, sheetrock yeah. things. Well, thing. didn't come. What do I do? Like two days, mm. something happened, I don't know. Yeah. So it was like. So I, I had some hacksaw, yeah. very skinny, and I put a little foam on it, and I start cutting with it, and okay. I was so happy, just worked perfect. Mm. And I thought eventually the keyhole, the that saw came, and it has very, it's very thick, would not have worked to do what I've done without this. But it was like, like this, yeah. it's like, what do I do now? Just happened.
0: Right, but to, to be open, to be yeah. open to to. Uh, not a, no fixed idea of exactly. anything and uh, to just, well, you know, if, so right. there is no this, there is no that, there's just what's going on and how do I fit the moment in the best way? How do I fit the situation? So there is the unknown, but then also there is experiences, past experiences that are playing in the background and are helping us do what we need to do. So, and again, you know, in a way, the known disappears into the unknown, or merges with the unknown. Is that another um,
9: Right. You, um, I guess there's a sense of the known that the right answer would be the right answer for everyone. And in whatever our living in the moment experiences, is, is that it's different for everyone.
8: Yeah. I think, I think it's interesting in that experience, for instance, I mean, you were able, because of your experience on things before, and your tools, or whatever, to
2: solve that problem. No, but there was a moment of, I think I know how to do it, but the moment you do that, the door is closed. The moment you open the door, I don't have how to do it, I have to figure out something.
8: Sorry, but, but the would being, I'm sure that some other person will have the same problem, and. Maybe it doesn't reach a solution. Um, because, I mean, I don't know, you may not figure out how to do it. And what we tend to think is that that is a waste or an opportunity that's lost or whatever. But it's the same thing. It just happened the same thing. You just happen to have the right kind of tools, I mean, the right wings to fly that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't. And, and the people who does not at that moment, or whenever it happens to you that you have a situation where you just don't know how to solve it, how to make a good experience out of it. That doesn't mean anything. You know, we tend to, to assign good value to the one that we could solve, and bad value the one that we didn't solve. And it's actually the same thing, Is like we don't have experience for everything that happens we cannot solve everything that happens and sometimes we just don't know and sometimes somebody else could figure it out we did and um, and that's okay too um because it's not a failure in itself and and that is hard for i mean i know it's hard for me because i mean i tend to think that i should be able to figure everything out um, and I know that because it's hard for me, I'm pretty sure it's hard for a lot of people that you know, we tend to think that way. So in that case, you were starting a story of a success, if you wish, and something that, okay, and then not know how to solve it, I solve it. Okay. But, uh, but it, it exists that notion of, sometimes you won't, and okay.
0: Let's, uh, let, uh, we're very off a little bit, but the, the couple of things that are actually are important, you know, I'm, I, I have this notion that I have to always be able to figure things out, Right, that's the fixed self right there. Or oh, I'm the one who just fixed that is also a, a fixed notion, right? I'm the one who was able to be creative and to answer the moment at the way that the, the most in the most fitting way. That's a fixed self. Well, you know, and because it goes beyond the problem and the solution. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about what I can or cannot do, right? We're talking about seeing that I am creating something that in reality is not
2: true. No, but
0: it has to do with... And that has to function. So we function from there, right? You know, whether or not we, we succeed or fail, has nothing to do with that. Whether or not we get it or not, nothing to do with that, you know, because sometimes we win, sometimes we won. Mm-hmm. But then to return, to keep returning to, to the realization that my my idea or the idea of me is false, the idea of me as something that is fixed, and then what I'm looking at or what I'm interacting with is moving. I am moving with what I am seeing. Right? Do you see? That's where it's deep, obviously, and that's that's what we have to look at. So then, the known, the unknown, we the what—it's well, all there, and it all it actually it all. Uh, Everything encompasses it, right? It encompasses everything. And then all the all those discussions right. happen within that, within a no-fixed reality. So we can talk about what we want to talk about, use any words we want. It all is happening within that same reality of I, I, a I think the
8: recent point about words and how we use them, I, I, you know, one of the hurdles of, of what we're studying here is that the words there's no words to convey it by definition, because words are always about, um, first of all, words are, they, they need to have some sort of absolute meaning. You know, like you can argue that there's meanings that are kind of, but they need to have, because I mean, otherwise, if I say a plate, and you don't understand what I'm saying, because it's flexible enough that, you know, a plate could be a base, then it's a problem. So, so they really are having a problem with that. And the second thing that we have problems with is that, they are fixing stuff, and they're also making it very conceptual. I mean, the idea of a plate is now a plate, and because of that, the struggle on all the text I've been reading is there's no language for explaining just experience, because it's, it doesn't have to do with saying knowing. We, we don't mean knowing. We say this. We, we really are not meaning that. We're meaning something that is beyond. And sometimes you know. And I think the the one that you mentioned to me, it was a clear cut that is um, how in the in the Heart Sutra or in many other texts, they're basically saying no over over again, mm-hmm. no this, no that, no that. Mm-hmm. And because it's it's basically just pointing out that this no word you can use will mean this. You know, and and so in forgetting all the words, that is where it is. And it is of course it doesn't have any word because there is no word for it, you know, and you can make a word, and then you get trapped into that word. That's why I say, Buddha, no, no Buddha, no ma, no, because any word you say, you get trapped into that truth. So, I will agree with you that it's very confusing. It's very confusing that we were using knowledge, and experience and knowledge, and both things are not necessarily fitting, and, you know, like this kind of uh, goes around in circles, and then you get trapped into knowing, which means more absolute than it should be. Mm-hmm. And 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 yeah, happens a lot. Too that I get trapped into thinking I understand, you know. And how we drop that thinking mm-hmm. is is the trickiest part. And um, so I don't know. I try to lately. I try to listen without without gathering the words too
0: much. I don't know how. Yeah, no. This is this is important, right? To, to look at to understand that. Uh, in a way, it's kind of like a landmine. When we walk in, and we you know it's going to trap us, words will trap us. But that's fine. You know, we're going to work with it and move on. Just realizing that there is that possibility. You know, and also robes can trap us, right? Or not? Right. So what we hear, what we see, everything can trap us or free us.
7: Yeah. But with words, they can be more or less fixed in terms of our idea of what they mean. So okay. I think. Uh, no, so so um, we could have an attitude towards words, a sort of uh, fluidity about them, so that when when you feel, I know, <laughs> or when the word has a grip, um, Sometimes I think maybe it's possible to relax and see connotations, different ways to use it, different meanings, because, because they are used in different ways.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's, take, uh, yeah let's take just, I want to move on, but before that, let's just take a simpler word that we all know uh, monastery, right? We take the word monastery. Mm. You say to you know, a few people, some people think about bliss. Mm. Right? Sometimes says, hell, this is jail, you know, there's no way, right? Whatever comes up, it's not this or that. Mm. It has nothing to do with this or that. It's just, you know, some letters put together and create a sound. Right? So what we need to see is that what I am putting on it, I'm super, it's a superimposing process that is made up. It's neither this, it's neither heaven nor hell. Right? But... Some people experience this heaven, some is hell. And the same person who experiences this heaven and hell throughout the sushi. <laughs> right? As we know. Which is it? It's wide open. It's all wide open. That's the most important thing. And it's, it's not fixed. It doesn't go from being fixed to not being fixed. It's never fixed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: To begin with, it's never fixed. But we go through a process of realizing that's never fixed. How? By holding on, by realizing that doesn't work. Right? The way I'm living is not conducive. It's not working. Right? Then, okay, or well maybe I'm not doing it correctly. Or maybe I'm not using the, my, my, my uh, tools in the right way. Because I got the one that I. I, I love the most which is the thought right Everything else is second but it's just a tool thought is a tool so I mentioned yesterday uh, somebody my teacher said you don't take your hammer to bed with you <laughs> I meaning you know it's, it's just one tool of many tools you know you use it when needed but it's not always needed right so anyway Uh, Let's move on because we have limited time. Uh, Eight, firewood becomes ash. Ash cannot become firewood again. However, we should not view ash as after and firewood as before. We should know that firewood dwells in the downward position of firewood and has its own before and after. Although before and after exist, past, future are cut off ash stays in the position of ash with its own before and after as firewood never becomes firewood again after it has burned to ash there is no return to living after a person dies however in buddha dharma it is an unchanged tradition not to say that life becomes death therefore we call it no arising it is the established way of the buddha turning the Dharma wheel, not to say that death becomes life. Therefore, we call it non-perishing. Life is a position in time. Death is also a position in time. This is like winter and spring. We don't think that winter becomes spring and we don't say that spring becomes summer. It's a very potent uh, paragraph, obviously. Because in a way, it defines a lot. It defines the way we live. How we see ourselves, and of course it keeps going from the previous uh, paragraph, there is no fixed self. In that, because there is no fixed self, what I call myself, what I think is perishing, is actually not perishing. What I experience as this fixed idea of me that is moving from birth to death, it's not that there is no such thing as birth and death. It's just that there is no separate existence that, that I can it on as me in that process. Now, this, the, he's talking about a continuum. The continuum is no before and after, right? Because a continuum does not have gaps, right? And I uh, feel I said that it's like a life is like a, a movie frame, right? So when you look at it, when you play it, when you stop it it looks like it's chopped up and played there is a sense of continuity in that and it seems like the same thing is continuing right but that thing is not limited to that lifestyle of that person if that makes sense right so so in a way in this way each appearance has its own unique or uniqueness expressed according to functional place as we as we chant and at the same time, it's expressing an uninterrupted flow with no beginning and end. So the uninterrupted flow is, exp- is being expressed in a very unique way through each individual. But when the individual doesn't see that, then it becomes an idea of fixed self. So... Let's uh, let's see where we're at with this.
1: That's a tough one for me. I'm not really. I I hear you. I just am not following. Um, what that really means. How does that relate? How does that relate to you know myself or how I see the
3: world?
0: So uh, I let's think. take. Uh, An example from uh, I think it was Thich Nhat Hanh who said that uh, you know we talk about life, right? We think that there is uh, birth. Well, there is birth and death, but not life and death, right? So life, life is not does not begin when a person is born, and life does not end when a person dies. So he gave an example of of radio, right? Mm -hmm. So we said when radio works, you know, I mean, old radio, right? When you put batteries, it works, right? You can hear the music. Now, when this radio is normal, it, it, it broken, for example, right? Uh, then you cannot hear the music, but the music doesn't die. The music is in the airwaves. Right. It's just that when this radio, this unit operates, then you can hear the music through that particular unit. Okay. Right. So then when a person is alive, you can see life and experience life through that person, right? Life is being expressed through that person, right. but when that person is no longer around, then this unit is not working, but life does not end. In the same way that it did not begin when somebody put together a radio unit and turn it on, put batteries turned on. The music was not born the moment you turn on, but you heard it only when you turn it on. Well, I can understand that. Life has no opposite. It's a continuum, right. But then at the same time, what he's saying is that each has its own fixed Dharma position. Dharma position. Because it's expressing the Dharma in the most unique way. As such, it has a Dharma position. Yeah, right. Differentiation. Yes, That, that could actually relate to that too. To go back to the log and the ashes, I understand (laughs) what what he's
1: saying. Okay. Not to look at it in perspective of of linear, one becomes the other. Each has its own specific frame of the film. Dharma position. Of being.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. So so each each, each, uh, state of being, so to speak, right? So so if you take the wood, each state of being for the wood is fully expressed in the Dharma. Not more or less, not before or after. Mm is fully expressed in the Dhamma. How in a very, you, in the most unique way. So you cannot say that it's not there, you cannot say it's there. Okay. Which means you cannot fixate it on it's there, and you cannot fixate it on it's not there. Okay. And that connects to the previous uh, tarot. But good. Uh, <coughs>
9: I was just going to say, regret seems such a, an enormous part of our lives, and that this seems to, Um, to me um, fit into this that um, um, because we didn't do something at one point we can be paralyzed at the present moment Um, that instead of Mm -hmm. having the moment for what it is um, so that um, sometimes problem solving gets um, frozen because of this that you know I paid such and such for this, and because I did that, that means that there has to be some reality at the present moment, which there isn't. Um, and so um, it, it seems, either through regret or, on the other hand, through anticipation, that um, um, in our neighborhood, all of the small houses are being um, bought up and reconstructed into big houses. Right. So, um, one of our questions in our house is, do we want to put money into changing this or that when the house is going to be destroyed, as soon as we sell it, right? right. Um, and you can see that in a lot of different situations mm-hmm. in our lives, right? That's sort of a yeah. relationship that, um, <clears throat> and it's hard then to focus on the moment. Um, you know, well, now is now. You know, who knows? What you know, Adam Bond might come next week and right. nobody's going to be living in any kind of house. But, um, so the um, regret seems to be one really powerful piece of what, um, you know, we want the firewood, we don't want the ashes. Right. Um, right. And if the firewood has turned to ash, it isn't that bad, hasn't something been lost? Um, and again, in all different areas of our
0: lives. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, exactly. and that that is born out of that illusion of fixed in relation to reality. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, and um, actually Einstein called it the optical illusion. You probably remember that, right? Optical illusion. Self is an optical illusion, which is very interesting, right? Because there is that optical illusion, and it fits with what Gogin is saying about being on a boat and seeing reality changing. I wonder if you read that actually. What did Einstein? <laughs> say? Einstein said that the self is an optical illusion. Yeah, no, he said he called it optical illusion. Yeah, I, I can quote afterwards. I'll find, find it. I probably have that quote. But uh, it's, it's very much the same as what Dogen is saying, right? This is what he's talking about. But let me just read from uh, Uji, uh, also by Dogen. Time being, big time. Dogen said, "We are continually arranging bits and pieces of what we experience in, in order to fashion them into what we call a self, which we treat as myself." This is the same as the principle of "We ourselves are just for the time, for a time." So take a moment and to look around and consider whether there is any form of being, that is any world, that does not, or, sorry, that does or does not find expression at this very moment in time. The phrase for the time being" implies that time in its totality is what existence is. And that existence in all its appearances is what time is, right? And that's supporting what he said mm-hmm. in the Quran, right? Because everything has dharma position because everything is expressing the same continuum at any given time. So you cannot ignore the appearance, but you also cannot ignore at the same time you cannot ignore the fact that each appearance is expressing eternity. Is that
1: like is that like saying that you know there, there there are no little moments that
0: there is only one moment? There is only one moment, but that moment appears in many ways, and you cannot ignore the the appearance and disregard it or homogenize as as Genki used to say. You are homogenizing to one thing. Right, so going back to differentiation, you probably remember that differentiation Mm -hmm. without equality is wrong differentiation. Mm -hmm. Right, equality without differentiation is wrong equality. Mm -hmm. Both are there, right? Actively there. It's just that we 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 cannot. You can say it's a thumb. It is a thumb, right? It's a hand. It is a hand. But I cannot just get caught up in it is a hand or it is a thumb. It has to function. In unity with all the other aspects, right? Mm -hmm.
6: I have what Einstein said if you want. You want
0: to read that? Yeah. Read
6: it. This is from On Human Beings by Albert Einstein. A human being is part of the whole, called by us, universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself his thoughts and feelings is separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness.
0: Yeah. And it's very clear, and it's another way to say Mordogin Because because Mordogin realized is what we can all realize, because it's not limited to time, space, place, anything else. So I just want to read another short paragraph from Uji, Uji or Yuji? Uji. 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 Okay. Time has the virtue of continuity. It continuously flows from the today that we are talking about to a tomorrow, from a today to yesterday, from a yesterday to today. It flows from today to a today and from tomorrow to tomorrow. Because continual, continuous flow, continuous flow is a function of time, past and present times do not pile atop atop one another nor do they form an accumulative line does this clarify or makes it more
1: complicated <laughs> i know I, I, it's strange just me i'm having issue with this continuum I, I understand
0: everything that you've said so far but there's just something that, that's evading me. That then if, you have, if you have an issue with that, then, then try to find, try to find a line or a gap, the tiniest gap between moments, between situations, between anything and anything else. Look for a gap. Do you ever, so, so what we say, past, present, future, right? We say those words, but what is, what is right. the gap between? There is no gap, fresh.
1: Right. I, I, can, I can understand that.
0: Well, I mean, we can look for it, right? This is something we need to do, right? Yeah, I think that goes for anything else that I open up my mouth and say, never, ever take my word for it. I think it like a- Or even what don't, What even sure. what said, don't take his word for it. You have to find out, you have to experience for yourself. Because otherwise, otherwise if, if, the words are dead without your life, right? So, we read we, it, we, we talk about it, and then, okay, what does that mean? How do I experience that? It's all, you know, I, I teach,
6: um, when I teach science, I sometimes teach life cycles, right? And, um, so, the life cycle of a butterfly is very popular. <laughs> we nice to learn about the butterflies. Um, but I think, um, yeah, a butterfly isn't always a butterfly. So when a butterfly is a caterpillar, it's not a butterfly. A caterpillar is a caterpillar. And it, and it, and it grows, and it, and it forms a cocoon. And when it's a cocoon, it's not a caterpillar anymore. And when it's this merged thing inside the cocoon with, with colors and and actually there's no form in it, um, and then it develops the form of a butterfly, it's a, it becomes a butterfly. So there are all these different points that are now I'm this. Now I'm growing. Now I'm getting bigger. Now I'm a cocoon. Now I'm a chrysalis. Now I'm now I'm getting to be a butterfly. I'm growing wings, and now I'm a butterfly. I come out of that. I broke so out so, of that. so what
1: you're saying is this just as simple as? I almost had it as you were saying it. It's just just as simple as understanding that there are no fixed. Or, or, or I shouldn't assign any, any value to anything except what it is at this moment. So the wood is wood yeah. and the ashes are ashes. The ashes aren't what used to be the wood. The ashes, ashes are ashes. The
0: separation ashes. that we create, right, is not there in what we are looking <coughs> at. We create separate it, <coughs> and then we call it this way, now it's this way, now it's this way. Gotcha. Each instance is fully expressing the eternal. Okay. Fully expressing the eternal, but at the same time, it has its own fixed position—not not fixed in terms of fixed sense itself, but but it has its own Dharma position. Right. Because there is the uniqueness in the multi, right. There is the multiplicity in the one. Mm-hmm. There is that. It's like what Okamura says too.
6: I'm a, I Shohako, the eighteen-year-old Shohaku is not me now. Right, but there's a sense
0: of me, I'm changing, right? Sure. You know, although I can see that physically I am changing, I'm holding on to an idea of, well, yeah, but, you know, it's still me. Right. But what is it?
1: Okay. I, I what is it? And then
0: you can go to what Buddha said about the five my actions are the ground upon which I stand. My actions are my only true belongings, right? Because he's basically looking at the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Everything you 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 hold on to is going to is disintegrating. Whether it's you or people you love or stuff you care about, it's all falling apart. It's all changing constantly. There is nothing. Cannot hold on to it. All there is is just the actions. My actions are the ground upon which I stand. Which means flow is the ground upon which I stand. It's constantly changing. It's and and it's hard, It's hard not because the words, the language so much. It's hard because of our attachment. Because we're attached to a fixed sense of self. So I think that, you know, the previous paragraph, it's easier because it doesn't this goes to the heart. This penetrates deeper. I can understand, being on a boat, okay, fine, you know, I see the show moving, it looks like it's moving, and you know, a boat is moving, great. I like boats. But then, you know, it comes down to that. This thing is going to die. Right. This is a whole different yeah. feeling because, well, yeah, but I'm just here enjoying the, uh, the reading. Wasn't there a poem by
6: Sufi about the boat and the? How was One day the Something, for me. Right. yeah, said
8: something. Sure. Let me, uh, you want
0: to say something quickly? I want to read a little bit more.
8: Um, if You want to mention that in uh, in the butterfly example, it's very clear cut, mm-hmm. or uh, even the example of 18 years old versus now. Yeah, um, I think you know the, the hardest is when when we see that is like every second, every you know, every hour, mm-hmm. you're not the same. Um, and you're not, and and then we have this sense of being the same, but we're not. And then you know, like when you get into that uh, into that point, and I remember reading something I like, cannot uh, say where. But about how you die and you appear every second, every instant, you <coughs> die and appear, you die and appear, and I don't remember where I read that, but it was it was interesting to me because it was yeah. kind of get to the point of you are not something that is actually evolving into something else. You are just these, these, these at every second because you know, and it has to do with what happened before. Yes, you know. Like the ashes. but at the same time, this is the only thing that's there. Mm. Um, so i this
0: that. Yeah, and and, and if when you look at it, how else is it? it? If if I think that there is something else going on, then I have to think. You have to go to thought to verify di- to verify different reality. There is no other reality, but if I if I'm saying that if I'm clinging to another reality of me being fixed and no, it's not like that then I have to go to thought. Because that's the only place in which a different reality can exist. Right? Where else do I find myself? In thought. I have to think about me and I have to say something about me. But if I don't go to what I think about me and speak about me, where am I? What am I? Right? Right? So we run to thought, because it's comforting. Yeah, it's not your comfort. in reality, you yeah. not. Right, that's why, you know, the practice is pushing us directly to reality. Find yourself here, in reality, as reality. Just I want we have to finish, but I wanted to read something from, uh, well, in, in, in Shoji, Gürgen talks about, uh, it is a mistake to think that life turns into death, right? So, same as something changing or, or winter becomes on. It is a mistake to think that life turns into death. Life is a position at one time with its own before and after. Consequently, in the Buddha Dhamma it is said that life in is itself no rising. Death is a position in a time with its own before and after. So, basically, what he's saying, when life comes, only life and death comes, only death. There is nothing else. That's how the Buddha Dharma is being expressed. It's not personal. It's just how it's expressed. Right? And, and Uchiyama Roshi, actually Okumala's teacher, I think this was one of his last uh, uh, writings, maybe. Um, he says, water isn't formed by, by being... Water isn't formed by being ladled into a bucket. Simply, the water of the whole universe has been ladled into a bucket. The water does not disappear because it has been scattered over the ground. It is only that the water of the whole universe has been emptied into the whole universe. Now life, he says, is not born because a person is born. The life of the whole universe has been ladled into the whole idea called I. Right? And it's clear. Life does not disappear because the person dies. Simply the life of the whole universe has been poured out of this hardened idea of I back into the universe.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: A water flows and returns. Right, water flows and returns the sea. But you see, it, it's, it's using words like that, maybe it's clearer to understand what, what the is pointing at. It doesn't begin and end with birth and death. Well, but isn't that
2: because we are made of atoms and those atoms, they don't disappear? We are just a, a, a shape of some sort. That's... That's the... And as long as it exists, it's that shape. By the moment that shape disappears, those atoms don't disappear. They're still there.
0: Yeah, you want to look at it scientifically, but... Okay, it helps you, fine. But what you really what you want to do is, is look at it experientially. Feel it. What does it mean in your life? How do you live differently with understanding and experiencing this and realizing? Yeah, this is. There is no fixed me. What does it do to our lives? What does it do to how we interact with other people? Really, that's what matters, right? Is it helpful? How do I deal with my own challenges? <laughs> eh? Anything else you want to add to that? Or are we in agreement with Dogen? <laughs> Actually, it's not Dogen. i in agreement with reality. We should, we should really ask that question. We're not studying Dogen. We're studying reality. Right? Dogen just happens to say it in, in beautiful words. And what? and I guess
9: if that if that is what you're studying, then the, the level of matter, whether it's Big things like us or atoms, mm. <coughs> the question would be, um, maybe, why existence at all? Yes. Why is there existence? There and so accidents. the size of the existence. I
2: course, like a happy accident, and we should take advantage of it.
3: No, but what accurate. could,
9: what, how could that's all. something must have existed if there's an accident? I mean, existence itself becomes.
0: Very
1: problematic. Yeah. That, that goes right into not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's common. Well, actually, that Something goes through a you Remember, that, when, uh,
0: there's a story about the Buddha being asked such questions, and he said, I never promised I'm going to answer this. I never told you. I have all these answers. That's correct. Actually, you remember that? You know, the guy said, it's like, you know, you've been shot with an arrow, poisonous uh, poisonous arrow, and, you know, and I want to offer you a, a way to take it out to cure yourself, to cure the body. He so, said, no, no, before that, I want to know who shot the arrow, what's his name, you <laughs> know, and uh, how many brothers and sisters does he have, and who cares? That's correct. Who cares? Right? So, because, is it helpful? What will be really, this is where it matters. what will it be helpful? What will, change? What will reduce suffering? Mm-hmm. It's the bottom line. Right? Mm-hmm. And that comes down to an experience not memorizing or believing a bunch of words. Mm-hmm. It comes down to an experience. And, mm-hmm. life, and, and, and practice is life. Practice is real. You know, when I think about it, you know, I look at people who have some kind of idea or practice of what we do, right? And, it, it, and you have to laugh about that. You know, People think that we are in a way separating ourselves from life. And it's complete opposite. It's about life. It's not
5: something to run away into. So anyway, we gotta end it. Yes, yeah, okay, I thought because uh, your comment, I was also thinking water become atom and maybe it exists. And uh, to me, for these these chapters, the most important statement and and uh, struck me is that the uh, dogen summarizes who we are, and basically we are just a drop of water. Mm-hmm. And the moon is the entire universe. Mm. And we are the water drop so so we see the moon on a water drop droplet. It, but it's not there. But it's there. Mm. So yeah. we can we can grasp it, but we can we can see it. So it's there but we can so but it's our life is like a real small water drop, so eventually it will drop and gone in, in short time. But then I, I think about what you say maybe you know it's continuing. Uh, yeah. We keep reflecting the uh, moon, and also Dogen interpreted the moon as a circle, so that's another important thing about the Zen and Buddhism because mm-hmm. circle is important because no end and no start. So, so he really summarized in compact one picture that the uh, small water droplet reflecting the moon. It's it's smooth similar. It really explains summarize everything, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Kumar wrote that way too. I I was very very. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Okay, that was good. So we will conclude there and then uh, figure out how to continue. Uh, Maybe we should schedule another time to to finish this. Okay, thank you.